Hello, readers. William Shatner is a Golden Globe and Emmy Award-winning actor whose work includes Star Trek, The Practice, Boston Legal, T.J. Hooker, and Third Rock from the Sun. He's also a philanthropist, musician, father, grandfather, husband, Canadian, and author. The book is called Live Long and What I've Learned Along the Way. William, thank you for the time. How are you now? So well. Looking forward to talking to you. Bill, you've written a lot of books, more than 30 that I counted, and this is the 10th nonfiction title in your catalog. What separates this one from all the others? A uh, different title, actually. Things <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, happen along the way. <clears throat> a book gets written, and then your life goes on, and uh, more things happen. Uh, new events, new ideas, new concepts. Uh, the beginning of uh, the understanding of uh, life and what its meaning is to me, and maybe that uh, have some meaning for you. As you just mentioned, this is a very reflective book. Is there something you consider to be the biggest crossroad of your life, and did you experience some sort of epiphany to help show you the way? No, for me, uh, it's been a gradual uh, accretion of uh, knowledge and uh, and facts and opinions and uh, slowly uh, come to some uh, conclusions that make sense uh, to me. The premise of the book is that uh, you're totally different than I am and what's happened to me and, and, and what I've done uh, advertently or inadvertently for myself uh, isn't necessarily a lesson for you. Uh, but all I can do is say, this is what I did in that situation, and uh, if it works for you, good. If it doesn't, uh, then do something else. I don't see how I can advise you or anyone else uh, listening to you that uh, uh, what's good for you. All I can do is say, this is what worked for me. William, we've mentioned that you've written numerous books over your lifetime, and I'm just curious, what do you love so much about writing? What, what inspires you to keep putting out more and more books uh, for fans out there? Well, I, I've written fiction and nonfiction, and uh, the idea of putting, uh, the idea of using words. I love words. I love the, I had a granddaughter uh, not so long ago ask me why, what, why do I use so many words? And words are like painting. Uh, subtlety of color, subtlety of texture. Uh, words can uh, infinitely uh, uh, give you a, a variation on feeling and information. William, you get into your childhood a little bit. What's your most vivid childhood memory? Uh, struggling for existence, fighting. Uh, kids in school, uh, having to battle my way to and fro. And you also talk a lot about a loneliness that existed from your childhood onward. Uh, have you found yourself less lonely as you've gone through this life? You're in your late 80s right now. Do you feel well, less lonely uh, at this point? Family and friends, yes. Uh, uh, now that I've settled down in one place and have made uh, a life for myself, uh, uh, certainly is less lonely. But loneliness is also loneliness of the spirit. Uh, you can have people around you and and yet still be alone, and, and, and that's, uh, that's a condition I think never goes away. You're clearly very good at what you do. Is there a credo or set of principles that you live by to ensure you're putting forth the best effort possible with your acting, music, and everything else that you do? I think, like uh, athletes that I've read about and seen, preparation, uh, work as hard as you can in preparing for whatever it is 
you're doing, whether it's getting yourself in condition, uh, if you're an athlete, <clears throat> and even getting into condition if you're not an athlete, uh, so you've got your body in as good a shape as uh, you can, and then uh, informing yourself about whatever it is you're doing. Preparation for uh, uh, your endeavor uh, is uh, critical. You're also a big believer in saying yes to opportunities, which of course often requires stepping out of your comfort zone for the sake of personal evolution. What's the best example of you doing so in your life, and what was the outcome? Well, uh, here, for example, uh, this uh, this next few months, I've got an album uh, of country music out there right now, Why Not Me? It's called With Jeff Cook of Alabama. I've got an album coming out in October, a Christmas album, called Shatner Claus. This book, of course, uh, Live Long and Dot, 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 that ellipse dangles uh, uh, in front of everybody to... Uh, make themselves better. I've got a tour uh, of, uh, of a film, uh, 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 The Wrath of Khan. Uh, if you go to WilliamShatner.com, you'll see where that tour takes me. I'll be at a city near you. I've got a tour of Australia coming up and a large variety of things that I'm doing uh, with horses and dogs and uh, the rest of my life. So uh, I'm busy. I love to hear that, Bill. And I want to hear about uh, your Christmas album. I saw you tweet this out last week. Shatner Claus, it's available for pre-order now on Amazon. Just a little tease for what uh, what to expect on this Christmas album this year. Well, uh, the, the album I, I'm very proud of. I, I think it's... Uh, I, I've been struggling uh, with the idea of fusing words with music. And uh, the albums that have come before our attempts to doing that, and uh, I've been somewhat successful. I'm more successful in these two albums uh, coming up. Uh, the Christmas album takes uh, traditional Christmas songs and bends them a little, uh, interestingly. I also anchor the album in two major pieces. One is a, a, a poem by a, a wonderful uh, poet who uh, is a veteran uh, from Afghanistan, uh, and uh, he writes about Christmas, what's Christmas doing at home when out here in battle, it's not like that, and, uh, and I put music to it. Uh, I put music to the Christmas story. Uh, so those two major pieces in the album anchor the album, and then they're all these wonderful Christmas songs that I add a different touch to, and making it a, a really uh, interesting piece that you will enjoy listening to and you will have an opinion on. Look, you're an accomplished musician. You've put out albums of originals and covers for more than 40 years now. You're actually responsible for one of my all-time favorite covers, Common People, by uh, the pulp that you actually did with the band. Uh, this new album includes doing a number of Christmas classics with musicians like Brad Paisley, Todd Rundgren, Billy Gibbons, Iggy Pop, and Henry Rollins. I bring Henry's name up because I heard him on Joe Rogan's podcast a few weeks back. Much like you, he considers himself to be a loner, but he also said that you're one of his few friends. How did you and Henry meet, and why does that friendship work so well? I've forgotten. I think we probably met on his show uh, when we connected. On uh, I was doing an interview with him, and then I've interviewed him, and and then he's uh, uh, I, I, he's one of the more interesting human beings 
in the world, and he started coming up to the house, and Monday Night Football brought us together, and we've become buddies over the years, and he goes out alone with a camera and talks to people and then lectures. I mean, he has a, a strange and weird and, uh, and uh, eventful life that I'm uh, a small part of, but he's one of the more interesting individuals I've ever met, and uh, that, that uh, interest... Uh, apparently is reflected by him to me, and we've gotten along so beautifully uh, and have many stories to tell about things that we've done together. William, I'm just curious, you know, when you were starting your your acting career and just your career in general, were there any people that you used as inspiration that you looked up to, or perhaps just throughout the course of your career, do you have role models or people who inspire you to keep going even to this day? No, I, I keep hearing about role models and people who help people and giving them a hand up and mentoring and all that. I've never had that. Hmm. It's been a struggle uh, uh, that I've had to make by myself uh, and uh, figure out how to do, what to do, and sometimes not even figuring, allowing uh, the fates to guide, uh, to push me in the directions that I'm supposed to go in. No, I don't have any of those things I look to. Uh, I have had to look to myself. You did a one-man show for several years. That included a run on Broadway. Is it true that you literally crapped your pants during the very first performance on opening night? And how is that it's a testament to true. how is that a testament uh, to your I determination? Was on Broadway, I had uh, the stomach flu or something, and uh, I had to say to the audience, so "We've had a technical difficulty," and I raced up to my uh, uh, dressing room to change uh, uh, my garments. And how is that a testament to your determination to do, to, to do the best job you possibly can? Uh, how, do, how does that affect it? Uh, well, you, you, you had talked about in the book, sir, you, you had talked about how you weren't feeling good leading up to that, but you're like, screw this, I'm committed to this, this is something that I plan on following through on, and uh, for me, just reading those words, it, it just was a true testament to uh, you making sure something happens that you commit to. Well, that's the truth. If you say you're going to do something, uh, my the mental set, I don't think of it as a credo or anything like that, but the mental set is if you're going to do something uh, and you say you're going to do it, you better do it uh, for, your, for, your, for your own sake. I want to ask you about something, Bill, that uh, is a big passion of yours that I'm guessing you're probably not going to get asked enough about on this media tour for Live Long and what I've learned along the way. What is the Hollywood Charity Horse Show, and how can people listening get involved? Um, I've run a a charity for the last uh, uh, 30 years and raised uh, gradually in, in, uh, you know, three, four, five hundred thousand dollar amounts for 30 years for children and for veterans. Uh, if, you, if your audience goes to WilliamShatner.com, I'm on tour uh, with the Wrath of Khan uh, uh, in the States. You'll find out dates where I will be. You'll find out how to contribute uh, to this charity that I've been running for children and, and veterans. Uh, uh, my life is uh, uh, an open book on WilliamShatner.com. And you're actually here in Austin on January 12th at the legendary Bass Concert Hall. It's a fantastic venue to watch. Wrath of Khan, there's a conversation happening with Bill Shatner afterwards as well. And, and That's right. I'll come out on stage and the audience and I will have a great time. So you'll see a wonderful film and then you'll have a good time with me afterwards. Love hearing that. William, I, I want to ask you about the story that you one time sold a kidney stone 
for tens of thousands of dollars to raise money for the Habitat for Humanity after Hurricane Katrina. Do you mind talking exactly about that? That's right. Uh, you mind talking about that for a little bit? Well, I passed a kidney stone and talked about it, and then a gambling company uh, who can't advertise by law but do, do promotions uh, called me and said they would give me I've forgotten how much uh, money for my kidney stone, and I countered by saying I wanted $100,000, and we finally arrived at uh, 75000 I was doing Boston Legal at the time, and the Boston Legal uh, a group raised twenty-five. We had $100,000. I gave it to Habitat for Humanity, and it bought a house for a family that's now living in it in the New Orleans area. Wow, that is incredible. Uh, As Regarding the book, William, you spend the final chapter focused on death. Does death scare you at all, and how do you want to be remembered after you've taken that final breath? Uh, Well, maybe this interview will be my tombstone. Uh, uh, (laughs) I I don't know. Uh, It'll be... uh, The book itself says we're all individuals, and we we assimilate things uh, individually. Uh, So my... uh, Passing will be uh, uh, mourned uh, separately by each individual. How it will be done will be uh, dependent on uh, what you think I did during my lifetime. You mentioned the screening for Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, followed by the conversation about the film. That's here in Austin on January 12th at one of the great venues in town, Bass Concert Hall. That movie is nearly 40 years old, while the TV series is more than 50 years old. Does it ever surprise you that Star Trek is still such a, has such a massive cult following? It is absolutely astonishing. I'm receiving, I'm the, I've been asked to receive uh, 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 the award, the Emmy Award for uh, this great show uh, next week. So I'll be uh, accepting it, and my accepted speech will acknowledge the fact that there are people who are here and people who have passed, people who are known and people who are unknown that uh, contributed to the phenomena uh, that is Star Trek. Thank you so much, William Shatner. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Have a great one.